Hello. Hi. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast, bringing you sci-fi realness. <laughs> we've, been, we've been watching a lot of RuPaul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything is realness. Everything is realness, yeah. Bringing you fantasy, unreal realness. <laughs> if you've not seen RuPaul, this will mean it's nothing. It's all wasted and lost on you. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing good, thanks. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, rosé. Drinking the same thing, aren't we? Yeah. Fifth leg rosé. Nice. Well, I say nice, cheap is what I mean. Well, no, it was expensive, but on sale. Yeah, well, again, expensive. I suppose expensive to us, but not for anyone who ever drinks wine. <laughs> it's like seven pounds. Yeah, we're like Jesus, not made of money. <laughs> Backtrack corner. Mm-hmm. You told me the day after we posted this podcast that you had a backtrack. Oh, yeah. I said that Richard Lewis had said, had come up with the joke, the mother of all something. I was like, no, that's not Richard Lewis. That was actually Saddam Hussein, I think, came up with that. What? Yeah, I think Saddam Hussein came up with what the phrase. Talk- <laughs> I'm going to dog ear this part of this podcast right yeah. now. And say that next week you're going to be backtracking about Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein came up with the mother of all jokes. Yeah, he said, I think he said the mother of all battles or something. It was the first time anyone used that. I think Saddam Hussein came up with that. This but, is like Kim Jong-il thinking he's seen a unicorn. <laughs> so my backtrack, it contains a possible backtrack. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, he said that, but of course he didn't. He made the whole from hell. He said mother-in-law from hell. Joke. And from he said, hell. From hell. Every time you use from hell at the end of something, he thinks you did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I, you know, after a few drinks and not thinking quickly enough, I got it wrong around. <laughs> I mistook Richard Lewis for Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Easily done. Similarities are uncanny. What a mistake to make it. <laughs> I don't know. That. What? I don't know. <laughs> What's your creature feature for this week? Well, I suppose it could be related to last week's one, which is where I talked about uh, black cats, didn't I? I feel like your creature feature is always themed to the week before. So last right. week we were talking about creatures that all look the same, so mimics. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, I see. Okay. This is this has gone full circle. I get it. <laughs> right. Okay. So my creature feature is it's it's related to all sort of mythology as well. Okay. Is the changeling. Oh, have you have you heard of the changeling? No, I don't think I have. No, you haven't? Are you sure? <laughs> so the is, it, cha- is it a Welsh myth? Oh my god, it it is. <laughs> it is a Welsh it's a well, it's it's a myth from across the British Isles. Um but my favourite part about the changeling is from Wales. So the changeling, for those of you who are not up to speed with your ancient Celtic mythology, <laughs> is um is a creature that would replace your your baby. So uh, a newborn baby would suddenly become really ugly and it would be abusive and and would scream and cry and bite. Be and a baby. Be a baby, essentially. Just How be dare. A, a moderately a badly behaved baby. <laughs> and people would say, well, that's not, that's not the reason why you've seen this change in behavior is because that's not your baby. Your baby has been replaced by a changeling disguised as your baby tell me more so um one way to find out if your baby was a changeling i'm gonna guess wait i'm gonna predict this is gonna be a really logical sensible way of deciding if a a creature is taking over your baby you would be absolutely wrong in thinking that um what the one method that they had for which is i mean you know it's it's if you think about it it makes sense would be to put your baby in the oven (laughs) And um, if the if the baby was delicious, then, well, yeah, if the baby would scream and shout and be like, "Take me out of the oven," it was probably a changeling. It wasn't Wait, a baby. Oh, the babies! Oh, so, oh, I see. So the baby can't talk. So if it talks to get out Tanya, of the oven, Tanya, that's how you find out <laughs> if it talks. It's not a baby, is it? So your babies from a few weeks ago that would cry out of the womb to not be eaten, they'd be fine. They'd be fine. Yeah. Because they would be able to say, as they're being changed by a changeling, Help me! Help me change by a changeling! <laughs> or something like that. I love your baby voice. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, so that's, what they, so that's what a changeling was. But the best way to get rid of a changeling was, and this is the, my favourite part of the myth, comes from Wales. And the Welsh, obviously, us being a savvy 
a savvy group of people came up with a way to trick the changeling. So the, the, what the Welsh said was, what you do if you want to catch a changeling is you cook a family meal in an eggshell. I don't understand. No, well, you see. I don't understand what this means. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. So what does the changeling do when he sees that? He goes, that's crazy, that is. And he jumps out of the cot and he runs up this chimney and runs away because that's weak. That's crazy. Why would somebody cook their dinner in an eggshell? But, but, there's, there's a link and a step here that I'm missing. Yeah. Is, does the person say... So tonight, family, I'm going to cook dinner and I'm going to cook it in an eggshell. And yeah. the changeling is like, don't be mad and leaves. Or mm. do they cook the dinner in an eggshell? Because I don't understand how I do that. And if it's my baby's life that matters, I yeah. need to understand. The- I think just you attempting to cook a meal in an eggshell is enough to piss the changeling off. What if the family meal is a boiled egg? Mm. Good point. Maybe <laughs> the only meal you can maybe do don't do that one if you're trying to if you're trying to trick the changeling. But the changing and best thing about this is the changing actually has a little phrase that he says before he leaves. So he doesn't just doesn't just go and leave. I'm out of here. Yeah, he actually has a little thing he says, and this is like recorded as he'd say, uh, "I saw the acorn before the oak, but I've never seen anything like this." I I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. I feel like you can do better. Do you reckon I can do better? I feel now? like a creature in a baby's body yeah. has a different voice. Doesn't quite see that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, the, <laughs> the changeling <laughs> would say, I've seen the acorn before the oak, but I've never seen anything like this. And out he goes, runs out the house. <laughs> Something along those lines. Uh, I couldn't have wished for more. Yeah. So that's the story of the changeling. So everyone out there who's just had a new baby, congratulations. But put it in the oven. <laughs> Make sure it's not a changeling Don't because that's the last the thing you want. This is the internet. People will do what you say. Well, do not put if, your baby in the oven. It's, if, it's if you want a changeling, madness. if you want a changeling, no, no, then no. fine. Just cook, cook a meal in an eggshell first. See yeah. how that goes, and if you're still if you're still unsure, go then, to a doctor. Then put it in a no, put no, it in the no, oven. no, 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 go to no. a doctor. Okay. Then put it in the oven. No, then just bring up a changeling. Don't yeah. put anything in the oven. No, 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 no ovens involved. Changelings are creatures too. How does a doctor diagnose changeling though? Surely the doctor's just going to be like, <laughs> you, are you, do you suspect changeling? Yeah, right. Put your oven on. Medical <laughs> oven. Right. Okay. Medical <laughs> oven. Yeah. Just all I know is if you want if you want to catch this changeling. You need to preheat to 220 degrees. <laughs> and just freak him out. Just put him near. Yeah, yeah, Surely yeah. that would be enough just... <laughs> for the changing to jump out your baby. So you just need to make the changing believe that he's going to go in the oven. So you start looking through a cookbook called <laughs> called Delicious Ways to Cook a Changeling. <laughs> like the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> just, and you read it in front of the baby, like re- really obviously. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I feel like... Uh... This is a foolproof plan. This can't fail. So I love the Irish have leprechauns, the Scottish have unicorns, and we have changelings. It's so shitty. What do you mean? It can transform into a into a baby. That's that's pretty that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, okay, I get what you're saying. Compared to a leprechaun, which has gold, creates rainbows or whatever they do. Cereal, beautiful cereal. Yeah, it's not quite in that league, but you know. Ours is real, whereas <laughs> leprechauns are just something they made up. Well, I like it. Yeah, yeah. But um, because this is creature feature, I actually have some features to recommend to people. Oh, okay. We did speak about this once. That this is what we do with this feature. We do both things, and normally I just forget to things to suggest things. But this week I found two amazing new podcasts mm-hmm. that everyone needs to go and listen to. Yeah. Once they finish listening to ours. Yeah. Don't. Jump off this Don't, one and go I there. Mean, if you're still listening now, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, one, if you like crime podcasts, which I'm freaking addicted to. Yeah, I've never got into them. I mean, I, I haven't I listened a, to one East yet, so that might be part of the problem. Part of it. I need to know what to do in every possible situation. So now. Yeah, but you, you say that, and yeah, I saw how you reacted when we had a spider on the sofa. <laughs> they this haven't week. covered that in crime podcasts. No, it's not coming no, up. No, the uh, murderous spiders haven't taken no, a, an no. episode or two. Well, this podcast is called Done Disappeared. It's 
really funny and it's it's a spoof it's just like a, a rip-off of all the co- crime podcasts so if you listen to crime podcasts you'll love this one mm. it's really short each episode's like 10 minutes long it's very very good yeah everyone should go and listen to it okay and the other one is called show me the meaning and i've been going on and on to you about this mm-hmm. and it is three guys who talk about the philosophy and uh in-depth look at like the story behind films mm. so it's kind of like what i wish we were doing but like they're actually doing oh okay i yeah. see more so, comedy more nuance yeah so they're doing what we wish we could do yeah right brilliant thanks <laughs> thanks for advertising someone else's <laughs> podcast that's doing our stuff better than us <laughs> but that's my feature yeah well there you go as long as you put it in a feature <laughs> okay well i okay i got a mini question for you okay is the worst sci-fi or fantasy film you've ever seen? Oh, that's a good question. I think I know it? mine, and I think you might have the same as me. Go on. What, what's your one then? The one with John Travolta and the the oh, Battlefield with. Earth. Battlefield Earth, maybe one of the worst sci-fi's I've ever seen. Oh, I know what you mean. It's but I truth. love that movie. What are you talking <laughs> about? This is the worst film. It's so, but it's. It's so uh, it definitely falls into the category of so bad it's good. Oh, and well, definitely. Uh, I suppose it could, but if you don't, it's, it's a film. Basically, it's kind of the backstory of Scientology, isn't it? It's an L. Ron Hubbard film. It's it's an L. Ron Hubbard uh, um, sci-fi story, and it's yeah. John Travolta it's, hamming it up. His eyebrows are a wonderful performance, it, it, like, and it's just it's just uh, awful. Everything about it. It's. I mean, if humans gonna, learn to fly, this is meant to be set like far in the future. Literally, cavemen. Yeah. Fly. They. In like ten minutes, they learn how to be fighter. Yeah. Jet fighter pilots. Yeah. It would with jets that haven't flown in like a two, two or three thousand years, yeah. and a you're, you're caveman right, just gets in and flies it. You're selling it. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> no, it's it's. Oh, don't get me wrong. As far as story and filmmaking techniques and. Any way you want to judge this movie, it's a disaster. Okay. But when you put all of that together, it just becomes, you know, it's like The Room, isn't it? Like The Room is the worst movie ever made, probably. And yet, it's just you can't stop watching it. And Battlefield Earth is the same. I think the worst sci-fi I've ever seen. It has to be, it has to be boring. I think which is the worst thing a sci-fi can be is boring. A, a worst thing a film can be is boring. boring which yeah. it's very, uh, very themed to today's. Oh, is it really? Yes. So okay. So that is quite a good point. So, so go on. What's um, what sci-fi? what's the worst sci-fi I've ever seen? Could it? Oh, what about Cloverfield Paradox? You watched that on Netflix the other day. Oh, holy shit! Yes, maybe. It's up there. The Cloverfield Paradox is one of the worst sci-fis <laughs> I have ever seen. It was boring. It was nonsensical. It thought it was clever and it just isn't at and there all. there was no paradox, apparently. There was no paradox? I, I didn't see this, but Lena's brother watched it and I could just hear them going, what? The whole time. <laughs> yeah, there was no paradox, really. It was... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cloverfield Paradox was terrible. But not so bad, it's good. Just bad. No, probably the worst sci-fi-ish. I don't know if you count it sci-fi is Transformers Two. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people are going to disagree with you, but what you need to understand if you're listening to this is that the Transformers is near and dear to Lee's heart. Yeah, very much. He so. is a Transformers kid. Like I was a Disney kid. You yeah. are, and Rainbow Bright kid, and you were Transformers Optimus Prime. On Lee's, Lee and his brother have the exact same birthday. Mm. Can you tell this story? I love this story. Well, it's just that on the he was he was born on my fifth birthday, and um, I remember so the, the night before my birthday, my mum was rushed into hospital. You know, and my dad said, "Your mum's having a having a baby. You know, you've got to go stay at your friend's house." So I stayed at my friend's house. Woke up the next morning, my fifth birthday, and there's a present waiting for me. And I opened it up, tore it apart, and it's Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Like the the it's the only thing I wanted in the world. Probably the best gift I've ever received. I had Optimus Prime. Later that day, my my dad picked me up from school, and he said, "Lee, it's it's your birthday. I've got another present for you." And uh, w- what I assumed was obviously going to be Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, that's the only possible thing. And instead, he he showed me this this basket with a slug with a face in it and he said this is your little brother and i was like what, what does, does he transform into a gun like megatron if he doesn't what is he what is he doing here um so yeah that was did my... you ever get that megatron 
I never got Megatron. <laughs> I can't believe it. You did get every other He-Man. I got toy, uh, yeah, Transformers toy. Yeah, I got everything else, but I never got Megatron. No, I lie. I did get Megatron. Yeah, I did get Megatron. Um, but <laughs> he was a changeling. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Bloody hell! I never we, thought putting him in the oven. Right, right. I never thought of putting him in the oven. Maybe he would have transformed if yes. you put him in the oven. Maybe that's what that's what my childhood was missing. Let's just say to get back on track, Transformers Two might be the worst sci-fi. It might be the worst movie ever made because the room and stuff like that, and Battlefield Earth, and didn't ruin your Plan chances. Life out of space. They're all bad, and yet they're still good. Transformers Two is just rotten. Okay, yeah. so this week's new world rule. This is a bit different from what we've done before. Yeah. But I realise... Oh, will this one be interesting or... (laughs) (laughs) Talking about boring films. Yeah. Recently, Netflix uh, brought out a new film starring your favourite, Will Smith. Oh, Wilhelm Schmidt, yes. Called Bright. Oh, yes. So when I heard what Bright was about, for those of you who don't know, Bright is meant to be... It's kind of a cop film in the modern era, so like in the 2000s, tens or whatever but the world that it's set in is meant to be kind of a lord of the rings world that has evolved through the ages isn't it until it's come to our age now so what you're meant to be watching is a world where there's like the story is an orc policeman is hanging out with a human but there's also elves and there's there's centaurs in the back you see sometimes like it's this magical world but the problem is like that if you don't know what i'm talking about that sounds really, really interesting. Like, it's so hard to mess something up when you can have really fun world building, I think. Mm-hmm. You can have a shit film, but if the world building's good, I'll forgive it. But this film was so boring that I didn't even watch the end. And I, it's very rare I don't watch an end of a film. Yeah. So I thought, what we could do today is we are going to build this world. Right. So if again, if you haven't seen this, it's just our world. He's done nothing. He put some people in some costumes, and that's literally it, isn't it? Like he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It's, I keep saying it's he, terrible. and what I'm talking about is how would you say that, David? It. Ara. How would you say that name? That's yeah, David Ayer. David Ayer, the director. Now you might have seen this on my piece of paper. No. Do you know what other classic David Ayer has directed? I do not know David Ayer or Ayer yeah. or Ayer. Probably Ayer. I don't know anything that he's done. What's he, what, is, what has David done? I'm sure there's going to be a long and illustrious list of of uh, cinematic masterpieces. Well, there's going to be one because I didn't research past this one because I did not care past oh, this one. Oh, okay. He made Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> How predictable. <laughs> yeah. That's the most snobby thing you've ever... Oh. <laughs> How predictable. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm appalled. Mm. So, again, what a shady bitch. You might, you might guess from our voices, we didn't like Suicide Squad either. But no. Yeah. So I want us to dissect, dissect this world, and what would actually happen if Lord of the Rings was left to its own devices to evolve into our modern day world? Yeah. It's uh, unfortunately it's been a while since I saw Bright, so I can't exactly. And it's so, so banal. But that's why you don't need to watch it again or remember, because yeah, it, it's literally. There's nothing. It's terrible. It's really, oh, really bad. Well, they also did find out that he didn't hire a scriptwriter for this film. So, what, the director just he wrote it as well? I think so, so yeah. So he, he wrote and directed. Um, just a, just, just awful. Um, I think he wrote Training Day, though. And that's a great film. Really? I think so. I might, I'll need to. Christ. I'll probably need to backtrack that next week. Like, yeah, very have, a, have a little look on it. We're cheating here, but let's have a look at his filmography because while you're looking at his filmography, I'll <laughs> I'll give a, a, a short, sharp <laughs> review of Bright. Okay. Um, not a review. I'll just some general thoughts. It's um, yes, it's it's so boring. It's just a movie. It's the same movie. It's End of Watch. If you ever any of you've seen the movie End of Watch. Imagine End of Watch, but with Will Smith playing every character Will Smith's ever played in his career, because he can only do one type of acting and one character ever. Um, and his partner is just a guy, sort of slightly comedic. Well, he directed End of Watch. Did he really? He directed End of Watch. Holy I'm shit. At it right now. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. He just made the same film again. He made the same movie 
he made the same movie twice. <laughs> I can't believe that. But the, the worst thing is, though, End of Watch is pretty good. And he wrote Training Day, and he also wrote Fast and the Furious. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but a lot of people like Fast and the Furious, so it's... um. Yeah, but, uh, you know, a lot of people liked Hitler for a while. <laughs> That's no excuse. I'm going to stop you here, because I don't want this to be about About the film. the film, yeah. I don't, because, you know, the film, you know, you can watch it and think what you want. But the yeah. point is... I don't think that the thing it was meant to do, it did. Like, no. it's not, it was meant to build a world from Lord of the Rings to the future. And I just think that, so, okay, so let's, let's look at okay. that. So you've got a world, let's say you go from a point where everyone's kind of united, which is what's meant to happen. Yeah. Like, so their version of the Dark Lord gets destroyed. So the world starts to grow back. So really simple things. If you're going to have a film about orcs, Orcs are kind, kind of, they're, they're like in so many mythology. It's not just from Lord of the Rings. It's from, just fantasy, isn't it? Yeah. They're from a fantasy realm. But I would say when you think of orcs, you kind of think of trolls and stuff. If I was them, instead of making them like into to rap music and, and like hip hop, I would have made them more like German metalheads. Absolutely, which they kind of do in the movie, and then they and then they completely vaguely, undermine it. Yeah, very vaguely. But I would have made them basically like goths. Because it's the Dark Lord as well. It's like Satanism. And so you would have had them all in dark clothes, dressed like, you know, how we dress in the nice with like yeah. chains and stuff. Like, that's that's the route I would have gone with the orcs. Yeah, that's the problem with the, with the movie. Just a sort of, is the movie essentially just takes like modern LA or wherever they are. And instead of black people, they're now orcs. Instead of wealthy people, they're now elves. But it's the same world. There's no, there's nothing different about LA in um bright and la in end of watch but there's no nuance to well how actually how would society look yeah. if you had whole races of like orcs and elves and dwarves and, and, and these stuff. people wouldn't be able to mate with each other so this isn't the world we're living in now no. where racism is just like a, a surface hate because we're all still humans this is completely 100%. different so i would argue that humans wouldn't have racist racism among them. No, like obviously they'd have prejudice and stuff just from the way all like people are. Yeah, but I don't think you would have. I think we would be seen as human because I think when people are put into groups, they're yeah. the opposite. They don't. They, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the whole idea, isn't it? That they always say, "Well, there wouldn't be any racism, or there would be no countries on Earth if we were attacked by aliens," because then we'd be like, "Well, we're all we Earthlings yeah. against the aliens." And this, I think that would probably be the same. You people would be like, well, we're all humans. They're orcs. Mm. They are actually something different. And they probably want to control the world. So it's us against them. The other thing that gets brought up in Bright is the orcs. So I reckon we have to use some of the same rules that they do. So okay. orcs have an incredible sense of smell. But you don't work out until the end of the film. So I think like the orc part of town... You could go two ways. You could either make it really disgustingly smelly because they love disgusting smells. A bit like Oscar the Grouch in uh, Sesame Street. Like, he loves disgusting smells. And dogs. You know, dogs like things which smell badly, don't they? Yeah, because, yeah, they roll in dead things. They roll in dead things. So maybe they'd wear a lot of carcasses and stuff. Like, not necessarily things they killed. Just like... Yeah. Or you could go the other way and they they could be like goths, but super clean, which would be quite funny. Yeah, because they're obsessed with smells. Yeah. Yeah. See, that would be interesting because you're like, okay, that's that's interesting. So, like, the ghetto part of town would be the cleanest because they're obsessed with cleanliness because mm. they have a really good sense of smell. I think you'd have to go the other way, wouldn't you? Because yeah. it's, too, it's too hard to uh, to imagine. Yeah, and I suppose, like, in, in all the references we've seen, orcs live, you know, in the sort of filthy, caves. grimy caves and things. So you'd have to go that way with it. But, but that would be interesting in itself. You know, it's like, well, okay, so orcs like to live in filth. They wouldn't be able to live in the cities with humans because there would be all sorts of issues with that, sanitation-wise, um, just general health and public health. They said, well, maybe orcs do like to wear like rotting carcasses and things because they like that smell. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to have rotting carcasses in the same living space as humans, or you know. So there would be that issue where maybe humans and orcs could never live together because of that and maybe you'd have a city and have a river through it and orcs would live one side of the river and humans would live the other and never the twain shall meet and maybe uh nose plugs would be like a main feature of people's outfits 
if they had to go to that part of town. To, yeah, they had to all they wear suits. You have to if you go into the thing, you'd have to wear like biohazard suits to go into the all parts of town. Yeah, just because you know the way people wear sunglasses if the sun's too bright. Well, if they're going past that area of town, it wouldn't be like it would be like yeah, this smells bad, but it would be such a part of life. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Well, okay, well I'm gonna make a massive, massive, massive change to this film. If we're basing this on, let's just keep saying Lord of the Rings, like Lord of the Rings. None of them have ships or boats. They have magic. So a lot of the programs, like the problems with like scarcity and stuff isn't necessarily a problem. Mm. And yet we're set in LA on the shores of America. This needs to be set in the mountains. And I think cities would have evolved from mountains, areas. Okay. Well, why, why well because like orcs live in caves. Yeah. Elves live up high <laughs> in like waterfalls and stuff. <laughs> what? They live in the forest. I don't know, I don't know. They're the forest, forest folk. Forest. Yeah, there you go. They're woodland folk. Yeah, you've got like woodland creatures, and then you've also got like goblins that would live in. They live in stone mountains and things. I just and you've got centaurs that can fly everywhere, so they don't. Yeah. Not centaurs. Centaurs can't fly. No, but I know what you That's mean. What yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. A city evolves in the human world because we had ships that went back and forward. Yeah, the limitations of our. Yeah. transportation abilities or whatever whereas if you can fly so as long as so i think as long as there's a river we'd evolve more like um austria and germany and we'd be more around mountainous areas with yeah. streams and stuff yeah and it, i mean yeah i, I, can, weird. I can see what you're saying um, so like the center of america would probably be where the redwoods were or something i think it's kind of this it, sort of defeats the object of this discussion a little bit but i think there's they're all so different that it would be like Lord of the Rings where you'd have countries and or where people would live. I don't think there would be much crossover yeah, because right. it's just so difficult because humans, orcs and elves live such different lives. And that's the whole yeah. point of the fantasy realm, isn't it? It's like you have the mountains where the dwarves live. You have, you know, like the volcanic, you know, dead sort of land, which is where the orcs live. You have the woods and things which where the elves live. They're be one place where they did all come together so i don't mind looking we, at that which is world. yeah if you look at that city say there's a city at the crossroads of all these countries you know they live there's like the world sort of split up and there's they've got some massive city in the middle which is where everyone comes to meet you know um that would be interesting it wouldn't look like modern la, LA in no, any way no no one and even if you took any of those races and you decided they were in charge of what it looked like it would never look no. like L.A. The one I would say in this film they got the closest was the elves. Because from what we know about elves, they can live for... We don't even know how long elves could live like in Lord of the Rings. They can yeah, live, they're, they're kind of live forever. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of wealth just because they liked gold and stuff. And they were the more they were very organised, more powerful. And if you yeah. live for a long time, you're going to be rich. I think that's just it, isn't it? They, just yeah. have, they, they live in a forest. They don't really covet gold or or possessions but they've just lived for so long and they if you were gonna if you were gonna model them on anybody who exists you know any sort of subculture or group of people that exist now japanese in the well well but but no i don't think so because no, I in, japanese. in the movie they're all driving ferraris and they're all bankers mm. i think they would all be like english gentry was what they'd be they'd all live in yeah, country houses and castles because they've been, they've lived for a thousand years. They'd all be like big landowners and stuff like that out in the country, living in mansions and stuff. They'd be like lords. Yeah, in the that's UK. a good way to go. I think you could go. That'd be. That's quite interesting. See, this is why I love world building because I feel like you could do approach it from either way. And yeah, obviously you could approach it the way they did, but it was stupid. <laughs> it was dumb. It was just completely. It's just so. It was so lazy. And it had no, they put no thought into it at all. They were like, let's just do modern world. And instead of them being bankers, they're going to be elves. But like, that would be cool if they were like, yeah, really like sophisticated, like English type. Like, yeah, I love that. That would have been so interesting. But I think the way I was thinking of it was like, because Japan is such a strong culture, but they're also really forward with their technology. Mm. I feel like you could take more of that kind of mix where they have like, really advanced machines doing everything for them because elves don't necessarily have magic do they um but they live for a long time so they're gonna be so intelligent that they yeah. can really quickly grasp concepts and make things so i think that they should have been like in ultra high rises like 
higher buildings than we could even possibly imagine right now, like towering up into the clouds. Mm. And they should have been really obsessed with like the way you shake hands, the way you say hello, all of the kind of ways that the Japanese have really unique ways of right, doing things. I see what you mean. So like had a very special greeting that they gave to each other and like a very special order that you do things and you really respect your elders yeah. because everyone's old. So if some if someone's older than you they have even they're even wiser. Yeah. So I think you could combine both what we're both saying though. You mm. could like do it. No, I way. think that's yeah, like and you know, to be fair to Bright Although it's it's I don't want to be fair to him, but it's <laughs> you see the elves for like literally a minute, don't this, you? With that, and oh, like, this and is my that's, other problem. That's a problem in itself. This is my other problem: is that if you've got this world, why, why wouldn't you show me it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but if it makes you feel better, they're making a second one. Oh, are they brilliant? Because <laughs> the first one was such a barnstormer. But hopefully, because everyone's saying exactly what we're saying, I'm hoping that he's gonna do these things like i want to see the world that you gonna but they've kind of painted themselves into a corner now because it doesn't make sense the story doesn't make sense it's just it's just lazy i think that's what offends me the most about the movie it's just so lazy the the big thing that annoyed me about this film was that there's no goblins and i feel like goblins no sorry not goblins dwarfs dwarfs should have been a huge part of this and they should have been the bankers like in Harry Potter. Harry Potter does what this film doesn't. I feel like Harry Potter is a better idea of what a Lord of the Rings world would evolve into. Yeah. Like dwarfs would be, they'd hoard all the gold, so they would be the ones that started loaning you money and stuff. Of course, they'd be the bankers yeah, of so, this world. So you'd get, I think they'd have grown a bit, but you'd still get a huge population of really short people that would all live, like, around together... More so, they'd probably spread around a bit because they're very strong as well, so they can defend themselves. You'd probably get them living closer to the orc world because they also live in caves and stuff, so they would evolve living in similar areas. Yeah, but and the dwarves, would... the dwarves love money and gold, so they would be the one. They'd probably be the people who would, wherever you go, you'll always find a dwarf. I, I reckon, imagine. Do you think as well that they would use orcs because they're stupid as their bodyguards almost? Yeah, maybe. And they'd lend their money. So the orcs would want the money, the dwarfs would need the protection. Yeah. So you'd get a, an orf and dwarf, orf dwarf, <laughs> orc dwarf. Would, a dork. A dork <laughs> would, would be very, almost have a symbiotic yeah. relationship by this time in history. So they would actually be quite intertwined. And it does make sense as well. Like the thing in fantasy is that dwarves and elves hate each other, right? Yeah. That's the running theme. It would make perfect sense in this, if you transported, transported, Ported that to this to the modern times because dwarves would all be about money and banking and finance which is new money and the elves would be old money they're all the old landowners and the lords and the gentry who has so it's it's the old this the new money old money sort of friction this would be so oh my god there. this would be so interesting we don't need a stupid cop story because what we're looking at is like such an interesting world where the old power of the elves is starting to be taken over because money, the dwarves are actually getting enough money to gain the technology that the the humans have, and the elves have made. And they're also stronger now. So the shifting power is starting to happen. Yeah, that's it. And you could have a situation whereby the elves hate the dwarves because they're, t- they're replacing them. You know, they used to have all the power as the, the landed gentry. And now they're being replaced by the financiers, the bankers. Mm humans would hate the bankers because you know as everybody you know it's the it's the thing to these days isn't it to hate the bankers so then the dwarves would be hated by everybody and the dwarves would maybe then be like well if the humans and the elves hate us let's start using our money to recruit the orcs because we need somebody on our side we'll we'll side with the orcs again though like if there's a one scene there's just one scene in in right centaur walking in the back there's centaurs in this world. That changes everything. You can't just throw one in the back and like, there you go, here I am. Yeah. Because like, they would need to live where horses live. So they'd want to probably run a lot around <laughs> these horsemen yeah. like, and horsewomen. Would, would, there's so much to work. Yeah, the centaurs. So how do people feel about centaurs then? Like, Are is they there, more human? Is there discrimination against centaurs like there is against orcs? Because the movie implies that there's discrimination against orcs. But Will Smith gets on his little high horse, no pun intended, and starts saying about like, we shouldn't discriminate against orcs, they're just like us. And you're like, but 
So what about so th- so what they're saying is this discrimination is just completely frivolous. It's just people like you're different from me. So do centaurs have that same discrimination? And if it's not just a frivolous surface level bias, if people dislike the orcs because they joined the Dark Lord, isn't that legitimate? Isn't that fair? Do you think um do you think you get a situation where like cent so if centaurs exist, we can kind of guess that horses exist, and they were probably the main way of people getting around for a long time. Yeah, as they were back in. Is riding a centaur racist? Can a centaur sleep with a horse? Is that bestiality? Is, is it still bestiality? Is it bestiality? Can okay? Can the can the the can they all marry each other? Can an elf marry a human? And can a human marry a dwarf? How do centaurs? If there's you, sorry, <laughs> I just I can't. <laughs> You're stuck did, on something. Did humans bang horses to make centaurs? I don't know, but I'm going to say one hundred. Oh, did a horse? Is that what that video on the internet was? Is that <laughs> was that the beginnings of centaurs? Of a centaur. Yeah. So so, what happened there? It's uh, it's what I'm saying. It's yeah. so it's. Yeah, that's right. Is there interbreeding between these different these different mythical races? Can they? Can you? Can you have a half orc, half dwarf? Can you have a half elf, half dwarf? Is all this possible? The more we talk about this, I'm just realizing this is Harry Potter. Because what would happen in this world is that humans would cling on to their magic because it was the main thing we had. So everyone would be taught magic. But you're not. But we're not magic, are we, in fantasy? I know in, in Harry Potter we are, but in Lord of the Rings, humans don't have magic, do they? Yeah, but you can become a wizard, can't you? Can you? Gandalf's not. Know, Gandalf's not. Clear. Yeah, Gandalf's <laughs> not a human, though, is he? Like, yeah, he is. No, he's not. The five. The he's an elf. Like the yeah, fight, yeah. Well, he's not. You know, like in the no. in in Lord of the Rings, they have like you have. They're not called elves, but they're called like the wherever. Everyone who's listening who actually knows Lord of the Rings is going to be like pulling their hair out this <laughs> conversation. But yeah, like him, the five is him. There's Saruman. There's the other one which has Gryffindor. the bird crap on his head. <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> they're all like sent to Earth by the gods, oh. who, like to to protect. To, I mean, not Earth, Middle Earth, to protect them. Oh, okay. So we've got a wizard dictator in this world. Basically, yeah. There's like a god, there definitely, isn't there? No, but what I mean is the people, the president of this world yeah, would be, be a wizard. There'd be five, like Gandalf and Saruman and all them would just exist. Okay, be wandering so they'd around. be like world leaders then. Yeah, you'd think so. Maybe they they kind of be like the Pope, I suppose, in yeah, the sense that they'd, they'd have power. But it would be soft power. They wouldn't actually have armies yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah, I'd like to say, oh yeah, and it would fade away and it would become more like our world. And people would be like, does it exist? I don't know. But that's different because magic, if you could prove magic existed, if every Christmas the Pope came out and made a thousand loaves and yeah. fishes appear in the air, like I'd be like, I'm going to church. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, it's real. This is real. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's so much there's so much scope for it to be interesting. But even And they didn't make it interesting. Even the tiniest things for me are unforgivable. Costume design? Awful. Police uniform. Why is a police uniform the same? I know. Buildings, architecture. If if you got given if I'm not I'm not a designer or a concept designer or something, but if I was given a project like this, oh my god, I bet they lost their minds. I bet they were like, This is gonna be the most exciting thing. I'm gonna design everything. Had guns gonna look different. Clothes are going to look good. Street signs are going to be different. And yet, it's all the bloody same. It looks exactly the same. It, I would have got the, the idea that it was the same world if everything had looked slightly different. They didn't need me to... Yeah, it didn't all have to look like, you know, medieval. It could have looked modern while also looking different. Well, you know, you could... I'm, if you gave to a concept designer and said, okay, this is what, you know, elven stuff looks like. It looks kind of slightly Celtic. And kind of um, you know woodlandy, but imagine it's been dragged into the twenty first century. What do you think? What aspects of that would they have kept? What aspects would they have dropped? And a concept designer would have been able to come up with some amazing things. Yeah. Instead, they were like, "Eh, it just looks exactly the same as modern." I mean, what? I think as well, it's hard, isn't it? It's so hard to predict because like humans have evolved together, but like everything changes. You can't look at any part of human history. I suppose that I would have gone back to Nordic times and had a look at how um the scandinavian countries have evolved i would have made la look more like scandinavia Mm. or like um 
like Alaska or something. I would have looked at how they'd evolved a bit more than how we did. Yeah. You, you imagine, can... imagine, oh, imagine Scandinavia mixed with Japan. That's probably how I would have gone with this world. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so much you can do with it. It just seems to be like, uh, and I know maybe they're saying, well, we're going outside the scope. This is supposed to be about two police officers on their beat. It's yeah. end of watch. Yeah, films don't look but, work like that when they're about stuff like this. Yeah, it just feels like there's so much more they could have explored with it. Like the orcs could be, you know, dirty and stupid, but the fact that they live, you know, in volcanic areas and stuff, you know, that they they use geothermal energy or something, so they don't have, you know, they don't have any issues with like they don't have they don't have oil or petrol they just don't have any sorts of things like that or you know maybe they there's just all sorts of things you could do based on that like the elves could be like super environmentalists because they want to protect the forests and stuff Mm. so they're like super you could have elf like terrorism or something with environmental terrorism because they want to protect the forests and stuff that would be quite cool with the orcs because they're so collectivist because like they'd all live on top of each other just because that's how it's always been You'd have like really crammed transports and stuff. Like it, it wouldn't be anything. Nothing would be built for comfort. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's yeah, that's right. And they'd all walk really close to each other and close to you. They would have no idea of personal space. Yeah. That would have been quite funny to have like. And maybe because they're you know maybe because they're stupid you know they're sort of slightly backward. Maybe that makes them hostile to technology and to the modern world. And maybe the elves would, because they're envir- they're obsessed with the environment and with nature, would be environmentalists. Maybe that would have common cause. Somehow there'd be this common cause between orcs and elves that's never existed. They've always been like mortal enemies. But in the modern world, the uh, the elves and the orcs find common ground in this, you know, um, antipathy towards technology. And oh, that yeah. that could be interesting, like an angle. You could be like, oh, what's going on here? And the humans and the dwarves or the humans could be like, what's going on here like the elves and the orcs are starting to to collaborate and they're working together against us because humans are all about technology and and they're destroying the environment or something if you wanted to make an environmental morality play if or, the, like just huh. i know we're concentrating on the orcs a lot but i suppose you saw them the most in this film but like say orcs had an amazing sense of smell if i was this film i would have pushed that to like as far as you can imagine so they make incredible chefs because they've got like the most <laughs> finely tuned palettes. So you've got this world where they live in a horrible area and stuff, but they eat incredible food. Yeah. Because their sense of smell is so good. But also, they make great doctors because they can smell tumors. You know, like, <laughs> like dogs. the dogs, dogs can, can smell, smell tumors. tumors and stuff. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah, you could have, you could go into the thing like, oh, this society, what roles would be dominated by orcs? And you could say, like, professional sport would be dominated by orcs because they're just physical specimens. Yeah, but when would you have a sport where two races who would compete against each other? Yeah, maybe not. Races is the wrong word because they're not humans, they're different species. It's yeah, it's a different inter- interspecies sport. But then maybe that's a thing. Maybe it's like, um, it's really popular to have. You know, there isn't a human sport anymore. It's all just watching orcs. You know, it's like, oh, we, because they're the best. You like orc boxing and orc football and orc whatever, orc rugby. And, but, then, but then, yeah, maybe there's other roles. And so maybe they dominate the army. Like if you've got one country, the army is dominated by the orcs, which makes them... I'm starting to think the orcs will take over. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Maybe that could be a, a, a concern of the humans. Is like, well, our, our army is dominated by orcs. We could have a coup d'etat where the army takes over the country because it's gone, they're dominated by the orcs, mm-hmm. which makes people very uncomfortable with orcs or suspicious of orcs because they have all these positions of power because that's what they specialize in. You know, and it's like this, you could make that so interesting, all these different mm-hmm. concerns people have and how the different races dominate different jobs and professions, you know, and it's like that could be interesting, but it doesn't do any of that in this movie. It's just. It's no, there's nothing you don't see any of the different races. Everyone's human. Everyone it? speaks English as well, and I think you'd have a unique language. Well, they do. Spoke. Well, the elves do speak a, a funny language, don't they? Remember, elves would speak all languages because they've lived long enough. They can pretty much they do whatever they all. want. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose you, you can look at like if you to look at orcs, I would look at like uh, the Renaissance period. You know, where people had more time than than worries. Yeah. So I think they'd all be artists, maybe. I know we went the technology world, but you could go another way where they're all, like, almost hippies. Elves are just kind of like they get to a point where nothing matters and they just want to live 
free and like yeah so they'd all just be like in like multiple relationships just out getting drunk every night because they've lived forever they can do what they want so yeah. you'd actually find that maybe all the drug addicts and stuff would be all the, like all the elves. elves you could have two elf worlds one where everybody's kind of business like we were saying but then as you get older because you're not aging once you get to like your hundredth birthday you go off the rails yeah well that's maybe and you become like drug addicts well that'd be a good twist on it if you had like well elves are immortal they've lived forever they have these things so they they've just they they just do things which are completely frivolous you know like the elves dominate things like the arts you know, they, they're actors and singers and so dancers. So would be crazy. Yeah, and they like, do all they that sort of stuff. Weird shit. <laughs> but they don't actually contribute much to society anymore because they don't they don't become engineers or doctors because why do they become doctors? Because to them, there's no need to be a doctor. And, you know, our lives would be so insignificant to them because they're like, oh, well, I'm immortal. And you're just a mere mortal. You just, you just come and go. So I have no sort of feelings for you. But as soon as weapons would have been brought into it, they wouldn't have known how to handle it because they'd have no doctors. Yeah. So maybe the dwarf, maybe the elf population would actually be quite diminished. Yeah, there wouldn't be many of them left, and they're very sort of. Yeah, maybe they are just hippies. They live on communes. They don't. Very they don't selfish. Con- like, yeah, they don't contribute anything to any of the society. So pe- maybe people hate elves more because they're just like all oh, these people are just wasters. They don't do anything, mm. and to them they're like, "What's the point? You know, we've lived. I've lived for a thousand years. Wouldn't that all your no stuff great? doesn't matter to me." Because while we're actually, when we're talking through this, what's actually happening is the orcs are the ones that are in charge of the world. They've become more and more intelligent through every generation. They've become the doctors and the ones in charge. The elves have left over their technology they've invented, but have got frivolous and who cares attitude. Basically like their midlife crises and yeah. have gone off the rails. So now they've become dependent on the drugs that the dwarfs and the humans are making for them. Mm. That would seem now that. That's would be a really interesting world where orcs because it's and, so easy to put elves at the top so yeah and this you, would be really interesting and if you wanted to make like if you you know he, he was obviously trying to make a political statement and it was just really lame but like you know they can it's sort of a, this is kind of a twist on the patriarchy idea isn't it it's yeah. like well men are physically stronger so men have got these positions of power mm. And in this world orcs are physically stronger so orcs dominate these positions of power even though they're they you know arguably not as intelligent and they're not that they just they have physical strength and that's given them all these positions of power and maybe those positions of power are under threat now yeah from other from other races how would you feel as a human if there are people on this earth that look a bit like you but can live forever you would hate elves yeah you have, would hate them you'd have a problem with them wouldn't you you'd just be like especially if you didn't see them doing anything productive productive and stuff and you know and if they we'd be essentially as important to them as a fly is to us mm-hmm. our lives would be fleeting so they'd have no interest in us and we'd be thinking you've got immortality and you're not doing anything to help mm-hmm. you're not contributing to society how does policing work if you kill an elf is it much worse because they could live forever could make that point couldn't you you can make that argument oh if you kill a human it's much worse because they didn't because they, they weren't going to live forever yeah. they only had what they had yeah good point I like this film that we're inventing surely be better than fucking bright <laughs> not so bright That's yeah oh god <laughs> so but the irony of a film called bright being so extremely dull <laughs> but isn't it just like this is all I want if you're writing a film right now, just sit around with some wine and have a really long, stupid conversation about it and yeah. see if you come up with some weird ideas. Don't just remake the last movie you made. <laughs> Don't do that. I Don't cast Will Smith. Oh, me is the only person in the world that's a problem with Will Smith. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know why the hate comes from. I hate him. I hate him. I think you're jealous. Everything you cut that I said about Michael Bay... Times it by ten <laughs> is what I think about Will Smith. But in West Philadelphia, he was born oh, and raised. God, do you know where he spent most of his days? Oh. <laughs> I wish he spent most of his days in hospital. That's what I wish. <laughs> oh. I think that might be some kind of modern day sacrilege. You saying that? Yeah, I know. That's it. I don't. I don't follow the crowd. Everyone's just been. You've all been taken in by his. His charm, good looks, his Hitlerian speeches. <laughs> That's all it is. It's always been taken in. 
Okay, I think that like we have not touched the surface on this, and I feel like me and you are going to talk about this for weeks. But um, and would... there's only seven minutes until the rugby's. I on, know that's so... the other important thing. Yeah. So, would you live in this world that we've created, the bright world, or would you live in our world? Um, be more I... interesting, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be interesting. I don't know. It depends. I mean, we've created about three different worlds there. Like one where the elves run it, one where the dwarves run it, one where the orcs run it. Yeah, but. Um, all of those would be better films than Bright. Yes, all and that of... takes me a lot to say that because I am not a film writer. I do not even think I could write a film, but he was paid to do it. Yeah, and and again, I get this. I know people are gonna be like, but it's a movie about two cops. It's essentially a buddy cop movie. Yeah, but he made like, so... like six buddy cop movies, so we didn't yeah, have to do another one. I just, I just feel like, yes, I get it. It's you know they couldn't explore all of these points in this show, in this movie. But then I'd say, why make the movie? End of Watch made the same points, did it better. Why make the movie to begin with? I think, yeah, I think that if he wanted to make... If somebody said, Netflix or whatever, said to him, you're only getting this money for this film if you write us a film about an orc cop that is with a human. And the human has to be Will Smith. But I still think you could have written a more insightful, interesting film with better world building. Definitely, definitely. Like... Just, just the fact that they were like, let's make this buddy cop movie, a human and an orc, go. It was just doing um, a typical, the orc is the black guy movie. So it's just a, it's a story about black black and white. It's about white race and black race. Yeah. Just doing that is terrible. I don't want to be like, I don't want to defame. Is it defame? defame? I don't want to defame this film, but I feel like if I'd stuck a pen up my butt and then like, <laughs> Leaned over and then just written on some paper. Could have written a Would have been better than this. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, it didn't help. And, and less racist. Yeah. Yeah. This film is very it's racist. It's kind of racist. Because <laughs> it's kind of saying, well, black people are oh, in what? league with the Dark Lords. <laughs> You're like, what? It's so bad. I don't get it. I don't get it. And for some reason, everyone hates Mexicans. Why would you hate Mexicans in a world with all these different species? Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Why does anyone hate Mexicans anyway? Oh, they, they are lazy people. <laughs> okay, so would you rather live in the our world of Bright? Yeah. Or last week's world where everyone looked the same? Oh, I think I think the Bright World, I think. Not the Bright World. Uh I think this the twenty first century fantasy world. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better word for it. And um, I was going to say, what film is this most likely? It's not um, like Bright, because that's a peel of shit. Yeah, yeah, not peel at all. Of shit? A peel that's a piece of shit. Of shit. <laughs> a peel of shit. Uh, is it a dystopia, midtopia, or utopia? Um, the Bright World is a dystopia. Agreed. Uh, R1, mid- midtopia, I think. We can't make these funny. Otherwise, we have to change <laughs> the category to dull podcast. We're Bright. We're a podcast version of Bright. This could be oh, a great idea, no. and we're ruining it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, jeez. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you. Uh, two dystopias. Two Beep. dystopias. Beep. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>